Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Christina Eanes, who is a professional development firm owner, podcaster, and speaker, as well as a huge advocate of escape rooms, which we'll get to hear a bit more about. Christina, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Glad to be here. Of course. Glad to have you here. We're excited to hear about your dreams, goals, and how we can help. So if you don't mind us jumping right in, if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. I think we probably already know what I like to do for fun. Escape rooms. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So just a little bit of, uh, we'll go with work and personal history. So I started out after college as a crime analyst at a local PD. And then I became a violent crime analyst with the FBI's Violent Criminal Apprehension Program. That's a mouthful. So we just call it VICAP. Uh, And then I became a senior manager in the Leadership Development Program. Uh, Now, I also have two kids who are now young adults, and at that point, they were starting to leave the nest. And so I had a pivotal moment, talk about going after your dreams, where I thought, okay, this is time to do it. So I realized my lifelong dream of being an entrepreneur. I opened up my own business, uh, a professional development firm. So we have a bunch of classes that we go do for medium to large size companies. And and I would like to say now I'm, I'm essentially living the dream Yeah. in uh, Tyson's Corner, Virginia with my husband. There we go. I love it. Yeah. What type of uh, professional development courses do you guys go teach at these small to medium sized companies? Uh, yeah, so anything human skills related. So emotional intelligence, uh, communication, accountability, feedback, coaching, all of the human skills related classes. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Which arguably are some of the most important skills. Yes. And that's why I don't call them soft skills because they're not easy. <laughs> they're hard. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I love it. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Oh my gosh, life. <laughs> I am, when I say I'm living the dream, I really am. I'm surpa- I've surpassed anything I ever could have thought of as little five-year-old Chrissy would have thought her life would have been. Uh, it is it's amazing. So that's what motivates me every day. I do what I love. Um, I love both my personal and professional life are just, they're just amazing right now. So I love it. That's what motivates me. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And so just curious, has it always been like this or did you have to kind of set a vision and go after it? Yes, definitely had to set a vision and uh, beyond what I thought I could do. And then go after it. So I, I, I'm big in goal achievement. I love that. So I do have, while I'm living the dream, I still do have goals I'm going after. Right. Um, but yeah, it was about envisioning it. It was about having patience and perseverance while working through it. The first few years of my business were really tough. There were times where I was like, do I have 20 bucks in the bank? <laughs> and now it's like, whoo, yay. I could, I could travel the world and do escape rooms in 20 different countries in 23 States. Um, but yeah, it was, it was about uh, the hustle while still taking care of yourself. 
essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Speaking of escape rooms, Christina, you have a lot to say about them. So yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what are the three key lessons you can learn about life from escape rooms? Oh my gosh, you can learn so much, but the three key ones are perception. So we can learn how we see the world and how that's often flawed, how we've kept, we've made up stories for everything. And we have to learn how to break through those stories in order to see the world for what it really is or how it better benefits us. So perception. Second, emotional intelligence. So awareness of our emotions and awareness of how we can better manage them so that we can interact with others more successfully. And then the third one is communication, how we communicate with others completely affects the income, uh, the income, the outcome of, well, it can affect your income as well, but But it completely uh, affects the outcome of whatever experience you're having. And in escape rooms, that's like in your face. If you're not communicating well, you're not getting out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I really love the first part you said about perception because, you know, a big thing you run into on the journey to success is that uh, limiting belief that we all get in our heads and the stories we tell ourselves. So tell us a little bit about, A, how you change your perception in escape rooms and B, how that can kind of apply to our real lives outside of escape rooms. Oh man, there are so many different examples that I have for that one. Uh, For one, just in general, escape rooms, good game designers know how we typically look at the world, right? Through off confirmation confirmation bias. And we have like, what, over 200 biases the researchers have identified thus far. So they know that psychology and they play with it. So they'll make things where you, you, you're going to typically typically fall into um, a rut when looking at something and you have to teach yourself to look at it from a different way. But how our perception affects our experience, uh, I have a, a, a fun little story on that, if I could share it with you just for a minute. Go for it. Yeah, so we like to, so we've done at this point, almost 600 escape rooms. We're like at 598. That's going to be taken care of at the end of the month here. Uh, but, but we, so we like to do, especially those ones that are, are, are different experiences. They really stick out. And this one, uh, we were on an escapecation. So we go to different locations and we'll do like 30 to 40 rooms in a week. You know, most people are doing tours and stuff. We're looking at that stuff while we're on our way to the next escape room. <laughs> but, awesome. but this one was one where there was going to be um, a live actor in the room, essentially playing an undead zombie. And normally I've heard about these where the zombies chained up, chained up. And then after a certain period of time, the chain lets out and they can get you, quote unquote, get you. Um, but this one was not going to be chained up. It was roaming freely in the different rooms that we were in. So I was very excited about this experience. Uh, and my husband and I, it was just us that did it. We were listening to the game master, who's the one that lets you know what's going on before you get into the game. And then they also provide you assistance throughout. But I was listening closely. He was not. So what I heard was, okay, there's going to be a zombie in there. They can't come after you until you find the Nerf guns. And then when you find the Nerf guns, no headshots for safety reasons. Darn it. Anyway, uh, and my husband heard there's a zombie in the room with you and it's going to come after you. So he wasn't paying as close of attention. So as we're going through this whole experience, we actually were split up for the first half of the experience. We both found ourselves in dark closets that we had to work our way out of and into another room. And then we finally met in the third room. 
But as we're going through, I'm like, hey, this is fun. This is a new experience. Like the zombie came in, like banged on the door. And I pretended like I was in the bathroom saying, I'll be out in a minute, you know, and just messing with the zombies we're going through. But I heard uh, the, uh, we had walkie talkies. I heard the game master tell my husband, sir, you can't lock that door. That's a health and safety issue. And so I asked him, what's going on? He's like, there's a zombie after me. <laughs> so by the time we got into the third room, because I had created the perception, this is going to be a fun, unique experience, right? He had created the perception. There's a zombie in here and they're after me. He was exhausted. He was anxious. He was frazzled. And I'm like, hey, this is awesome. Look, it's not even a World War Z zombie. They can't move that fast. So yeah, we can yeah. just move around the room and mess with them. <laughs> so it was just, that was in your face, how our perception creates our reality. So after that experience, I was ready. We had four more for the day. I was ready. I was excited. He was like, I need a break and I need some sugar. <laughs> so our perception, the stories that we create literally creates our reality. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say the escape rooms that I've been in, I think I've been in one or two are not that intense. <laughs> yeah. There's unusual, yeah. Unusual experiences. We've been locked in coffins before. Um, <laughs> we've done rooms in complete darkness. Oh so, and it God. wasn't just feeling around a room. It was like going through tunnels and climbing through stuff. And yeah, it's been a fun experience. That is epic. Wait, so do you have like a tier list of escape rooms that you've made of like, these are the <laughs> hardest ones. These are some of the easier ones. Yeah. It's not that organized. We do keep a list, but it's uh, what are the most memorable ones is essentially what we think about. Yeah. I love that. I was asking <laughs> cause I would totally buy that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are. So we, I take part in uh, it's called Terpeca T E R P E C A. Um, it's an annual voting thing. Uh, and they have a website and it lists the different escape rooms. And there's one that's been the top, the number one in the world for many years now. And so we're, we're very excited to just be going to that one uh, next September. So, wow. Where is so it? So they do have lists. <laughs> Where's the number one? Uh, it is the dome in the Netherlands, just outside of Amsterdam. That's Supposedly, awesome. it really feels like you're hallucinating when you're going through that. I'm wondering if they like pump in something. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us a, a bit more about your book about escape rooms and what made you. Oh, yeah. So uh, we found as we're going through these and, of course, with my professional and personal development mindset, we found that you learn a lot about yourselves. So while escape rooms have typically in the past been used for corporate team building, you can learn a lot about yourself and it's a safe environment to practice new things like managing your emotions or ways that you communicate with each other, or changing your perception or many other things. So we found that. So we thought, okay, well, you know, we want to have a escape rooms are a fun way to learn about yourself. So let's make the book a fun way to learn. And so my husband and I co-wrote it and uh, each chapter there's uh, 60 uh, and they're small they each share a different lesson and the story that we learned it in essentially. And then of course we have a blog because we have so many more experiences since then that we, we keep posting those. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's awesome. And now that you're saying all this, I, 
can completely agree because the one time I went to an escape room about 15 minutes in, I got bored. It was too hard. I was just, this is stupid. <laughs> and <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we were in a group of people and everybody was off doing their own thing and nobody was uh, talking to each other. And I was like, this isn't even fun. Like we came here to like interact and we're not interacting. And <laughs> I just like shut down. I was like, whatever. I'll just wait. Oh man. <laughs> Ooh, this could be like a good parallel for going after your dreams, right? There's going to be times when you get bored, when you get frustrated, when you just want to shut down, but you just got to keep going. You got to involve others. You got to ask for help so that you can make that dream happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And it's funny. I would never think about an escape room as like that, being able to do that, but there, it was there. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should reflect on that and learn how to communicate. There (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, awesome. Tell us a little bit more about your dreams, your goals, and your vision for your life. Oh, well, at this point, yeah. So at this point, I'm I'm living the dream. I mean, really living the dream. I don't don't have to work 40 hours a week if I don't want to. I do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, My husband and I are taking four major vacations a year and uh, one small one every month. It, it, I go play tennis during the day. Uh, I'll take a break. <laughs> so, so I, I literally am living f- farther than I could have dreamed um, just of even a few years ago. Um, of course, I do have some goals. I want to get in a little bit more fitness for the tennis court. Um, I do want, there's a, another client that I'd like to go after uh, to have my classes supplement their training, but it's, it's, um, I was just thinking about this the other day when I was uh, on a walk, I was like, Hey, I've always had this huge dream that I've been working towards. And now it's like, I I just want to maintain it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I love that. And so when you say four major vacations, are they like week long, two week long? Like, yeah. So four one week vacations. sometimes they're a week and a half. Um, of course, to different locations, uh, two of them are relaxing and the other two are go, go, go for escape rooms. <laughs> and then, um, and then the, the weekend ones are, cause we've done all the escape rooms in our area. <laughs> we'll, we'll like take a weekend trip to like Chicago or New York or Austin or Nashville or something like that. Um, just to fit in a few escape rooms on the weekends or, or visit family. That is so epic. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. <laughs> well, awesome. So trying to get more fit for the tennis court, you have one specific client that you're trying to go after right now and just maintaining the dream lifestyle. Yes. Oh, and then one bucket list item uh, for my 50th birthday year, which is not too far away. I would love to go see the um, the Northern Lights. So I'm going to make that happen too. <laughs> Northern Lights. Yes. Um, what is that? Oh, it's the lights that dance in the in the sky at night that you can see from like Iceland or Alaska. Uh, I so want to see those. <laughs> I've seen some amazing pictures and videos and I want to see them in person. Love it. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Northern lights. Is it going to yeah. happen? Like, are you going to like for sure? Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I just, I will schedule it. Cause my, see I'm 47 now. So I want to do it during my 50th year. I want to make that like a full birthday year. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. If there are one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they would help you take the next step towards getting that client, getting more fit for the tennis courts, maintaining that dream lifestyle, who would they be? How would they do it? 
Oh, awesome. So maybe one person uh, for the new client, I would love to work with Chase. There's like four buildings out here of my window that they're in the area of McLean, Virginia. So I'd love to work with them. So whoever could make that introduction would be awesome. Like Chase Bank? Yes. Yep. Chase Bank. And then um, anyone who knows about when's the best time to see the the Northern Lights and where, that would be awesome too. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So what who would you need to connect with at Chase? Like, would it be an HR person, uh, upper level executive? Yeah, whoever handles their uh, vendors for coming in and doing training makes those decisions would be awesome. Love it. Love it. There we go. Putting it out there. Thank you for the opportunity. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, So if there are one or two things that everyday people could do to continue to help you get to your dreams and goals, Uh what would they be? Hmm. You know, I, I put a lot of time and effort into my podcast, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, my books. So if it blogs, <laughs> so if people would want to consume those, that would be awesome. You know, go out and, and let me know if uh, any of them in particular really um, spoke to you and what I could do to create more to help. Awesome. There we go. And for your podcast and blogs and stuff, is it more like you being thought leader and speaking to an audience or do you ever do interviews both yep i love it there we go (laughs) awesome well let's jump into our thriving three now the first question is what's your favorite book movie or podcast pick one oh that is a tough one and i am well i'm an avid consumer of all of them uh i would say we'll go with book because i like to read um i try to read one or two books a week um for development purposes and then of course for fiction too but gosh there's so many good ones I would think um how to have a good day good day by Carolyn Webb uh when I saw the book I'm like I don't need to read this the title like (laughs) I know how to have a good day but then I went and I looked at it a little bit deeper and she covers pretty much everything that I love to cover in my stuff and in, in depth like um perception uh, how to make sure you're managing your energy well to meet the day, how to communicate better with others, build your relationships. I mean, it covers everything that I love to cover in the human skills area. So I would say that one. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I was reading some book by John Maxwell. I don't remember which one it was, but it was just an mm-hmm. audiobook on YouTube. And he was talking about a lot of people walk around and they're like, they didn't have a good day. They had a bad day or whatever. And then he asked them, what does a good day look like? And they can't answer the question. <laughs> And he's like, well, if you don't know what it looks like, how are you ever going to have a good day? Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Good old John Maxwell. Yeah. Um, Awesome. I have a follow-up question to what you just said about Carolyn Webb. Mm -hmm. Back on perception, and we talked about it a bit with the escape rooms, but when you catch yourself in that really negative perception Mm -hmm. and you've been kind of stuck there for a while. How do you start to make that shift to a more positive perception of your life? Ooh, yeah, that's, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Um, I've heard people, so my daughter, when she was in a a particular time period, she actually put a rubber band around her wrist and would snap it to snap, literally snap herself out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's constantly checking in with yourself, being aware, and then redirecting your thoughts. And, And when you're in a moment where you have to, really do that. You check in with yourself regularly and then you'll find it just becomes a habit that you switch. Um, but it's essentially awareness of, right. So knowing that you're in that 
and then redirecting yourself. Now, what's a different way I could look at this? You know, how could I, um, I, one thing that I like to do is what are the three gifts the situation is bringing me right now? Um, and I'm talking about even like the worst situations, you know, what, what's, what am I learning here? What's the learning opportunity, just switching that brain and by doing it intentionally, um, and intensely in the beginning, it just becomes natural. And then you kind of sit in that state unless something big happens and you have to remind yourself, but yeah, it yeah. takes some training. It's not an easy fix, but it can be, it can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And you go awareness to redirection and that redirection, do you suggest that people have kind of some cookie cutter thoughts or questions that they ask themselves to redirect? Or do you suggest that they just kind of try to redirect? Yeah. So they need to come up with what works for whatever they're struggling with. But the ones that I came up with are um, what's the opportunity here? Uh, uh, and uh, hey, well, how can I look at this in a more positive light? So come up with things that work for that individual. Um, but yeah, it would definitely be some questions that are easy for you to remember and bring out in the moment. All right. There's the clear question of what happens when people don't know themselves well enough mm -hmm. to know what works for them in that situation? Yeah. And yeah. already have the belief that nothing will work. What do they eh. do? Well, so if you believe nothing will work, nothing will work, right? So you've got to bust through that belief. Um, there is a um, Penn State has a great, it's called the Resilience Project, and they have a great way to um, essentially argue with yourself. Uh, so if you have a belief, it, and I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think it's called the Resiliency Project, or if you just Google the Resiliency Project, they have some questions that you can ask yourself to bust through that belief. Um, it's essentially, essentially, um, what is it? E I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's um, uh, what is true about what I'm saying? What are some alternative um, explanations for or, or stories that I could adapt um, what's the worst case scenario that could happen? And then what is more powerful to me for, for me to move forward with? So it's essentially arguing with yourself on a particular belief, but it's the Penn State Resiliency Project. And there's actually a, a woman that did a TED Talk on it as well, but it, it walks you through the questions you need to ask yourself when you are kind of in that dark place with a particular belief. There we go. Yeah. I love it. Well, awesome. What is one way you like to take care of yourself? Tennis. Tennis. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got to get that tennis in. Uh, it's good for exercise. Yep. Good for my mindset. Um, and it's a, it's, it meets a lot of needs social, right? So hitting uh, with other folks um, just meets a lot of those self-care needs. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis will probably be a sport I pick up as I, Oh, cool. I really love basketball, but tennis is like easier on the knees. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I started out playing basketball. I so enjoyed it. Um, and then I switched over to tennis while well, it was in high school. Um, and then I've stuck with that since then. Love it. There we go. And what, <laughs> what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet that representative at Chase Bank and also get to know a little bit more about the Northern Lights and when and where is the best time. <laughs> I love it. It's like two completely different <laughs> goes go, right? Um, so I do a lot of uh, volunteer work with the local chapter of the Association for Talent Development. I'm able to meet a lot of great folks through that. So I tap into that network a little bit more. 
And with the Northern Lights, I think I'll do have to do a little more research online. I'm sure there's got to be like some sort of Facebook groups or, or something group somewhere uh, that has information on that. So it's always tap into your resources, right? Tap into your network. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, awesome. I have a couple more questions. Sure. Tell us about the power of consistency in your life. And for those out there who are struggling with consistency, how we can become more consistent. Hmm. Do you mean like as a person or like as a routine or? Um, let's do person first. Cause I feel like that's okay. kind of, oh, well, whatever you feel like is the best answer. Some people would <laughs> okay. go the person route. Some people would go the routine route. So, yeah. So consistency as a person is good. If you have healthy habits right? And you have a um, healthy mindset or a way to redirect yourself to a healthy mindset. So definitely consistency there. Routines, I think are uh, consistent routines are extremely important, of course, with the ability to adapt, you know, if needed. Um, but having a, a routine, having a, a way for, so for example, anytime I bring on a new type of task that I'm doing, I immediately develop a system to do it. So consistency, essentially, right? Um, because that helps. It takes less energy to do it. Um, you can very quickly move through it so that you can do other things. So I think that would be the power of consistency is it, it frees up your day so that you can get more creative in other areas and uh, accomplish those dreams. Yeah, absolutely. And building systems to kind of aid in that consistency. Yes. Key as well. Well, awesome. My last question requires a bit of pretext. So you know how there are people on the planet who have that fixed mindset, not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. And sometimes they live their whole life like that and they'll mm -hmm. die like that, unfortunately. Other times they'll make a switch at some point in their life to a growth mindset, willing to accept help, willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? Ooh, I love that. And actually a few of my classes are on growth mindset. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So the catalyst is the individual. They have to make a decision. Sometimes they're pushed towards that because of some adverse event, like, you know, they get fired or lose a relationship or just lose something based on having that fixed mindset. Um, but if they're able to come to that realization themselves that, uh, hey, I have an opportunity here. I can be whoever I want to be. I can do whatever I want to do. I just have to set my mind to it and go after it. Um, if they come to that realization themselves, that's even better, you know, that they're not pushed into it. And like you said, some people never come to that realization, but it is, it's a choice and a decision that you need to make. Um, you can decide that you want to view the world differently. And from that view, a whole different life can appear essentially. Yeah, absolutely. I guess my follow-up question is, why do you think some people go through really adverse events and never change while others will go through seemingly less adverse events or maybe none at all and will just completely transform their life. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Uh, there's term for like uh, adverse events and completely post-traumatic growth. Um, yeah. I, I find that fascinating. And I think it is the individual. So there's a little bit of uh, nature and nurture there. Right. Um, but essentially it's the person that makes the decision that um, I'm not going to accept how life currently is. I'm going to change it. And um, yeah, honestly, I think it comes down to personal accountability. 
on are you a victim of circumstance or do you decide how you're going to see the world and take ownership of it and do it? Yeah. Extreme yeah. ownership. Yep. It's a good book, by the way. Anybody who has oh, it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Jocko, isn't it? Jocko. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a good concept. I actually haven't read the yeah. book myself, but I love the concept and have listened to a bunch of stuff about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last question is, how can we create an environment around people who are stuck in that fixed mindset to help facilitate that change for them? Eh. So um, we can do what we can. So what is it? The uh, You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. <laughs> I often get that question. How can I... Um, and I like that you say facilitate, right? But one of the questions I get is how can I make others have a, a more of a growth mindset? I'm like you can't, <laughs> right? You can be there for them. You can show them how they can develop a growth mindset. Um, you can even be an accountability partner for them, but ultimately it lies within the individual. Um, personal accountability again. Yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> and it's just like, it just hurts so much to see it like elude people. Yeah. Like you're telling them you're there for them. You try to hold them accountable and it just eludes them. And it's like, yeah. Yep. We're all on our own uh, personal learning journeys. Essentially we, we can help as much as possible. Uh, we don't want to help so much that we're enabling, right. But we can be supportive and then step back and that person's got to take the reins. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, awesome. Christina, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Oh, no, this has been fun. <laughs> I mean, I could talk for hours on escape rooms, but this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Thanks for coming on the show. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Christina had to say, you loved her life essentially about escape rooms, one, dive into that, dive into her content, share her stuff, as well as the personal development stuff. And if you happen to know somebody at Chase Bank, who handles the vendors for training, make sure to make that connection with Christina. Last but not least, shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and send this show to one to three people you know need to hear the message either about the power of escape rooms or just the personal development side on its own. And thank you guys for watching. We're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day. <laughs>